Hello, everyone. Pastor Deborah here again. And we are in another episode, part, chapter of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. Yes, we are working through this letter that the Agape Love himself dictated to me, had me write down years ago. And then he had me mail it out with teddy bears. Well, what kind of teddy bears? Let me show you the ones I sent out. I sent them out to counts, to royalty, to political leaders, to heavy metal music musicians and singers to witches, to those in the occult, psychics, hardcore, multi-generational Satanists, to drug cartel peoples, those that were in control, helping people to serve Satan. Oh, they were in churches. They were in businesses. They were in the police force. They were medical doctors, veterinarians, school teachers, mm -hmm. bankers. Politicians, average parents. Mm -hmm. And I sent this letter with a teddy. Let me get the teddy for you. It's teddy with this letter. Yeah, I sent out teddy bears. Showing the great love of the author of this letter. Say hi, teddy. Teddy would carry the heart of love for them. Mm -hmm. Pastor Deborah was reaching, reaching and going places I had never thought I would go. Mm -hmm. I went beyond borders and boundaries into nations and countries, deep into darkness and tunnels. Mm -hmm. It was a journey that I still go on today. And now I'm bringing this letter to you with Teddy, with Teddy, just as I did years ago. Mm -hmm. I got Teddies all over my house, big ones and little ones. Mm -hmm. They help me to remind, they remind me of you, little ones, their companions. To so many of us when we're little. Or maybe our blankie. Mm -hmm. Teddies are sweet. Oh, they're not real. And if they start talking to you, that's the bad, evil, wicked thing that's trying to replace the agape love himself to you. So don't you listen to your teddy talking to you. If it does, you say this, I rebuke you in the name of Christ Jesus. Be gone. Teddies are not to be talking to you. That's right. We're beginning number or episode or part number seven, as I said, of my dear spiritual child letter from me, Agape Love himself. There's no distance too great for me, agape love, to travel to you. That's right. 
So welcome here on the YouTube channel for children of all ages. And it's Mama Company. It's Mama Channel, the Hidden Kingdoms. Yeah, you'll be on both. So let's begin first with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you loved humanity, even inside the womb, to the very last breath that any human takes. You love us all, for you are loving the forever person, the spirit part of us that has been separated from you for so long, out of ignorance and slavery, sunk down in the soul, sunk down, it's blind, death, and dumb, and all it has is some deep moans or cries for help. But Father, we know you never forsook us, and now you're coming loud and clear through a letter that you wrote to them through Pastor Deborah's hands. So we thank you. We thank you that your Holy Spirit, the teacher, is here helping us to hear you, to see you, perceive you, and receive the letter that you wrote to them. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. All right, we're going to pick up now in another portion of the letter, number seven. We had been working through what agape love from this father was and is to you. He says, my love is spiritual and will touch every area of your spirit and your soul. And eventually will shine out and reach your physical body if you will let it. His agape love can reach the hidden dark places of your heart and soul. His agape love is powerful, yet it's tender. It's full of mercy. These are all the things in it trying to reach you and touch you. It's full of healing. It's full of comfort. It's full of compassion for you. It's full of kindness. It is long suffering. It's been waiting so long to touch you and reach you and to become a friend of yours, to become your father and mother, to become a part of your life. It's desiring that none, not one human, not one human spirit, the forever person, is perished, lost, and eternally separated from him. His agape love will bear all your hurt and wounds, will take your sin, your trespasses, your guilt, your shame onto itself for you, to free you from that heaviness, that darkness, that slavery, that oppression. His agape love will never fail you, ever, spiritually. His agape love for you will endure all 
that you have ever done to him, said about him, thought about him, done against him, all the rejection, the hate that you have talked about, thought, and done against him. He will hold even under all of that. And he has, and he is still here, reaching out to you. He loves you no matter what you have done. No matter the most evilest deed you can think of. If you broke every human law, he still loves you, your spirit. He knows that you've been in darkness and ignorance and have wandered far away from him and his relationship with you, bonded by agape, love, in love, through love, by love. He comes in peace to you. He comes in spirit. He comes in truth. In agape love, he comes to you today, right here, through this video, through this podcast, these words. His arms are stretched out to you. Yes, his agape love is he himself. For he is love. His very nature and essence is love. Your very spiritual mother. This, his agape love, is not like any human love you have ever experienced of any kind. As you have learned and you know that human love is sensual. It's earthly. It's temporary. You can fall into it and you can fall out of it. You can love an animal and it dies. It's fleeting. You can love a person. They leave you. It's fleeting. Mm -hmm. It's only temporary. This earthly, human, soulish love is not forever. It will betray you. It's not faithful. It's conditional. It's full of attached strings. It's always changing. It's emotionally abusive. It's full of emptiness. It's fleeting. It's full of lies and deceptions and bewitchments and so much more. And we all know that. Even Pastor Deborah's had that. We want a human to love us, and they leave us. We want our parents, our mama to love us right from the birth, and they reject us. Sometimes we don't even make it out of the birth, out of the womb, because of rejection. The heavenly agape love, it is not like that. And I am its spiritual ambassador, its politician. It's king, it's messenger for it to you. God, the most high, the king of heaven has anointed me as an anointed ambassador, a politician, a diplomat, a messenger from him to you. And he did that by writing this letter through me to you and having me do this video 
to you. This heavenly father, agape love himself, is so much different than human love. Mm -hmm. And it's more than you can ever imagine. Agape love is God himself. It is his mother's side, his likeness, his essence, his nature. It's what he is. He cannot stop loving you. Mm -mm. He's more strong than a powerful earthly mother, stronger than any marriage, relationship. He is not like a human who loves you. He is the essence of love itself. Agape love. God himself is everything human love is not. Agape love is from above. Yeah, way up there. The spiritual kingdom of heaven. Agape love is from above, the kingdom of light. God desires to be your spiritual father. And he sheds abroad. And he desires to shed abroad, pour out to you in your spiritual heart, your spiritual mind, his agape love, his very presence. But it can have a hard time doing all of its spiritual work in you, for you, and with you. Because we are so hurt and wounded, fearful, unbelieving, doubting, and so much more. Because of our earthly and dark spiritual experiences with love. We can put up spiritual walls, lock the doors to his agape love ourselves. I had a young man that I had loved before I even met him. His name was Chris. He was a drummer in a heavy metal music band. He was afraid of love. He had had lots of love, all evil and wicked and abusive. He was afraid for years and years to let this love of God touch him. God used my voice on the phone in the spirit to bring his love to their spirit. Finally, one night, he said, okay. He was ready after years and years of watching me, seeing me love his friends, seeing what this God would do. Did he really love these people out of multi-generational Satanism? Would he hurt them as Satan had hurt them or as other demons have hurt them or as humans had hurt them? But one day he was ready. And I spoke gently, and agape love came and touched him. He already believed in this heavenly father, but he was afraid. 
to go to the next step and sort of become one, be unified intimately with agape love. He was afraid that if he let his guard down, he'd be hurt. And this God would leave him or abandon him or lie to him. But he took a chance. And God touched him gently, softly with his presence. Change that young man forever. So you can put up walls. The fear is there. That's the doubt, the unbelieving. You have locked your doors. And I don't blame you. And he doesn't blame you either. So he'll send me and others with calm, sweet voices. They'll watch you in the spirit. For years and years to see if what you say and what you do and about him, does it all line up? Are you deceiving them too? So you cannot allow his love to touch you out of fear. Out of what kind of relationships with spiritual beings you've already had. Mm -hmm. Some of them just want to use you. They want to have sex with you themselves. In your dreams, in your spirit. Mm -hmm. This one story I read was true. Years and years ago, a young lady sort of was black, blackmailed to become a witch. And they presented her in a satanic meeting with a beautiful, dark, handsome young man. The very kind of man she never thought she could ever earthly have or would ever love her. She was not very pretty. And said, he said to her, I want to be one with you. I want to be your protector, your provider, love you, be with you forever. That sounds good. Sort of like the marriage vows we take. I'll forsake all others for you. I'll be with you always. I'll be your protector, provider. Oh, she was so happy. Her soul and her spirit willingly said, come on in. So he walked down the steps from the platform in the satanic meeting. Walked up to her. Gave her a kiss on the cheek. Physically, in this beautiful, handsome form. And then he took one more step. And he began to step inside of her physical body. Inside of her spirit, which she had given him permission to do. And as he did that, he changed. He became the most horriblest, ugliest, demonic demon she could ever imagine. I said, I'm in you now. You let me in. And I'm going to control you. We see a lot of this through the sexual act. When two become one, a doorway is opened up spiritually. And in comes all from the other side through both of the people. So that was a eye-awaking story. But the desire to be loved, be accepted, wanted, 
provided for, protected spiritually, to have a relationship with something beautiful is what all humans want. Now, some humans who have been so mistreated from childhood, all they want to do is get high and hurt other humans because they have been hurt. So most people are very afraid of this love, this God. So we are afraid to let him in. Mm -hmm. We lock the door, close the blinds, go back to sleep. And God has to wait outside going, hello? Hello? We'll call your name. May I come in? I won't hurt you. He has to wait till you willingly open the door, turn the key yourself from the inside. That's what Chris did when he was ready. And Pastor Deborah was with Chris through all the years he was afraid, always showing him. They're always watching you to see if your words and him all line up spiritually. Mm -hmm. The Spirit's looking to see, do your prayers work? Can you come against the evil that's in my life spiritually? They're looking, they're watching all from a distance to see if what you say, if what Pastor Deborah says about this agape love is true, is it genuine? Before they even give permission to believe. Now, when you start allowing his agape love in your life, so it can do its spiritual work, you must start feeding, believing on, studying his spiritual words out of his book. Mm -hmm. He only has one book, the Bible. Lots of stories in it about him, about you, about earth, about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of darkness. It's all spiritual. Yet there's examples of the realm of the realm of the flesh in there, people without him. And then even stories about people who got him and went astray, about false prophets and teachers who aren't serving him. It's a wonderful, just one textbook with many classes and topics to study. So you must start reading that. And he will start feeding you his living words of truth and spirit to you. I read it and I go, I don't understand what you're saying. How does this relate to me, this story, these people to me spiritually? Then his teacher, the Holy Spirit, will open them up to you. You might get to answer in a movie, a song, artwork, poetry, a children's book, fairy tales, fables, yeah, science fiction movies. Oh, there's some great ones out there. I watch them. I watch some horrible ones with nasty words. God is teaching me. But I ask his permission. May I watch this? Is there something I need to learn? Show me what I don't understand from your book yet. And he will do that for you. His words are shining there. They're written on every page for you. 
for your spiritual nourishment to spiritually grow and mature spiritually. So start feeding your spirit when you allow his agape love to come in to your life with his words, the Holy Bible. God's agape love is written on every page of it. His, his spiritual truth, his wisdom, his knowledge, his understanding, his feelings, his desires for him and you are there. His judgments and his justice and so much more. I just watched a wonderful video on YouTube. And I sent it out to many people and said, you must know your enemy. There's an enemy of him and you, you must study him. He's here on the planet. Oh, he's hidden away. That's right. I like to call him Lord Sauron. He is trying to, he has a kingdom called Mordor. That's from the Lord of the Rings. Yes, he's that evil. Mm -hmm. He will work through anybody, anything that he can. And in his book, his only textbook, the Bible. Now, I use the King James Version because it has no commentaries from any denomination or any person or leaning towards any topic. I don't understand most of it, and the Holy Spirit, who is my teacher, will help me. If you ask, I don't understand what you're asking or teaching. Sometimes I just go word by word, like, what does the word Lord, L-O-R-D mean? Or the word God, G-O-D. Go slow. He had me for years look up every single word of a scripture. In the dictionary. Mm -hmm. We as his spiritual children. Through agape love when we invite him. And we believe in him into our life. We must grow. Or you stay a child. And his son the word Christ Jesus will help us. In his book. We will also learn through circumstances. In life, mm -hmm. we'll be tested by fire, tried for our beliefs. The enemy will come against us in fierceness, relentlessness, to see if you can hold and follow his word. Through your spiritual acceptance of him and his son, Christ Jesus, that was sent by his father. Agape love himself to redeem you, to get you back to his father, to reconcile you to him through his own death on a cross. He was the lamb, the sacrifice that was chosen by God himself for you. He was the escape goat to take all your sin because there was only one. Oh, you've done a lot of sins, but the one that had to be forgiven was the sin of disobedience by one of our ancestors that took the Holy Spirit away from us, and we became separated 
spiritually from agape love itself. So Christ Jesus was the lamb. The physical body reached for a fruit from a tree, took it from his helpmate, woman, ate because it looked good for food. So the physical body had to be killed, tortured, punished. The soul, which got bewitched by a serpent, by words and concepts, it was challenged by this serpent. That in the serpent was Satan, the adversary of God himself, challenging the very words, commandments of God. So the soul became bewitched. Confusion set in. The lust of the eyes. Oh, that was a beautiful looking fruit. The lust of the flesh. Oh, that would be good for food and pleasure. And the pride of life was awoken. The pride of life said, I am being held back. I need to be a God as this God. These were the very thoughts, nature and image of Satan himself that had become a perverted, evil, wicked form of Lucifer, the light bearer, the bearer of truth and knowledge, mm -hmm. the protector of the presence of God. He had gotten kicked out, the very presence of his own creator, forever perverted and changed. And he was going after the love of agape love himself, his child, Adam, and his helpmate, woman, because he heard this God say to Adam, if you eat of that tree, that fruit over there, of that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, that means if you experience it, you choose, I'm giving you warning, giving you a commandment, don't touch it, don't eat it, because if you do, you will surely die. This little child didn't know what that meant, but God did. Satan was listening. It meant, you will lose my Holy Spirit. You will lose my glory and righteousness. Copy love in the Holy Spirit will leave you, and you will be spiritually separated from me. You will sink into darkness and perversion and evilness. But you don't tell a little child, a little baby, all that. You just tell them a simple command. Don't do that or bad things will happen to you. And God had to do that to begin the process of the free will to choose obedience to be there. And the child, Adam, had freedom to choose. That is not who Satan worked through. He worked through the soul. He worked through the helpmate that was declared to just be flesh and blood by this creature named Adam. He worked from the soul through the words of a physical body of a serpent. And this woman didn't know it was Satan in there. She just thought it was a serpent, whatever that looked like, talking to her about this fruit. She did not hear the commandment directly from God. She was not a spiritual being. She was the helpmate of Adam. So all three parts had to be punished, and they were on the cross in Christ Jesus. Jesus, the dirt body, was punished. Christ lost the Holy Spirit on the cross. Judge guilty. 
and descended into hell to be punished for just a little while. He had to have the sin on him to get there. But when he got there, the Holy Spirit removed those clothes of sin, that nature that had come into him. But he was not a sinful spirit himself. Then his spirit took the keys to hell, death, and the grave back from Satan, opened all the prison doors down in hell, and said, come with me. Hear the truth. You're all forgiven now. The judgment has been paid. Justice is done. Let's go. And he took them all in his train, in his glorious light, up to heaven. But on the way up there, they stopped in Jerusalem. And many came out of their graves. And it says they went and talked to their family. And then when he ascended up to his father, they all went. Mm-hmm. So this agape love's got some power. Mm-hmm. And it wants to be a part of your life also. Precious one, spiritually eat and take in and believe and meditate on God's word, his Bible, his words of life to you, the forever person, the spiritual part of you. Just as your natural body needs food, several times daily for nourishment, for growth, for healing, and to stay alive. So too does your spiritual body, your forever person, need God's words of nourishment, for growth, for healing, and to stay healthy in him. So eat and feast on God's food, his words of spirit and life, his own spiritual food. You will start off with baby food, agape love itself. Through reading of God's written words or watching it in a movie or hearing it in a song or just listening to it spoken to you, in his book and out of his book, over and over and over, hearing these words, writing them down. Your spirit man, your forever person, eats and grows. Faith gets stronger. Doubts are vanished and vanquished. Fear is cast out. Spiritual knowledge increases. Spiritual wisdom is learned. Your life spiritually changes from the wrong path of believing and doing to the right path. Can you believe all that happens just because agape love comes into your life and you allow it to come in freely? If he forced himself on you through fear. He would be a rapist, a terrorist, domestic violence against you. He won't do that. He's not any of that. So when you hear stories about forcing people to believe in him, that's domestic terrorism. 
That's raping and violence, forced slavery. That's not him, even if they do it in his name or any other religion or any other God that forces you, forbids you to seek truth, holds you in slavery and darkness. They are not this God who is agape love. There's a wonderful scripture in his book, Hosea 4.6. It's in the Old Testament. It says, God speaks to us, saying through the very words of Hosea. He says, my people, humanity, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge. I will have to also reject you so that you shall be no priest to me. What that means is you can believe in me, but if you have no knowledge of me and my heart and my ways, and you pray to me for other people, I'm not going to hear you. You have no anointing on you. You shall be no part, no priest to me. Saying you have forgotten the law of your God. I will also forget your children. Now that's not true, unbelievers who have not yet accepted agape love into their life. This is to those of you who have. This is serious work. Through hearing, reading, and meditating, thinking on, pondering on God's living spiritual words of light that bring us spiritual life for our spirit. Agape love begins to shine out his life, his words, his desires to your spirit and then to your soul and then to your physical body. The pattern works this way. He is desires to be deeply hidden in your spirit of his own holy of holies, or he talks to your spirit privately. Then your spirit goes to your helpmate, your soul, and says, we got to change the way we're thinking, what we believe in, how we treat people, treat the earth. We must change and line up with the words of life and light and agape love itself, soul, helpmate. Then the soul must give way, for it has been in charge all of its life over the spirit. There will be a battle inside of you. For who is to rule the kingdom within your spirit, your soul, and your body? And I have run into many, I call them flesh believers. Their soul is so powerful, so dominant. doesn't matter what they hear. Their flesh is in control. Their feelings, their attitudes. Well, this is the way my family does it. Their traditions, how their ancestors Oh, you're from this land. This is your land. This is how you do it. Mm -hmm. And then out through the physical body, which is the expression form of the soul, 
That's right. So we got a big system that this agape love is trying to change. It's trying to help. It's trying to transform, bring light and love and life to all parts. As God's words of agape love and truth and light begin to come to your spirit, your spirit starts growing like a little baby, sucking on a bottle little bit by little bit. And then your muscles and your memory have to all be exercised. Your faith has to be tested and tried what you believe in spiritually. So that's how your birth from allowing him to come in and just touch you begin. Mm-hmm. Powerful things happen. When he comes in, knock, knock, knock. He comes in to join you in your life. And because he's so wonderful, filled with light and knowledge and truth, he says, let's help you now. Let's transform your thinking, your concepts. Let me help you. God's pure and holy light, his words, his agape love will shine its rays of life into your spiritual mind that will begin to heal the hurts and the wounds, the disbeliefs, the perversions of your spirit. It will strengthen you, will guide your thoughts, your decisions against Everything that's not of agape love. He knows you'll be easily spiritually drawn astray, get off on the wrong path, have a wrong thought. And your ways of thinking spiritually will become crooked and perverse, even with him there. But as all physically are growing babies, we all were, we must learn how to spiritually feed ourselves. A baby starts with milk, then little finger foods, then toddler foods, and then working their way up to the meat, the big people food. Even some of us get to move up to the big people's table at holiday time. No longer considered a child. We go through uh, different types of going from being a child to an adult. Our biological bodies change. That's right. Our culture will recognize we're growing now. We're no longer a child. And we can be separated from our mama. And that is the same with the spirit. It must grow, must take in food every day, different kinds. Got to eat your vegetables. That's right. All parents, even God and Pastor Deborah, are pleased to see their children growing, developing, maturing, and learning how to do things in their own life, like feeding. Every parent is so happy to see their child being able to feed themselves, get their own food, wash their own dishes, put them away to their own laundry because mm -hmm. we know the child cannot stay a baby forever but a lot in the kingdom of heaven 
That's all they are, babies. Mm -hmm. You must learn how to daily, several times a day, spiritually feed yourself, just as you do in the natural. You must learn how to nourish and sustain your forever person, your spirit. Your spirit with God's words of agape love, milk and honey, living bread, living water. Then graduate to the meat of the word. Your spirit man, your forever person, the one who will go to heaven or hell upon your final earthly departure. That one, sweetie. Is who we have come to reach. He is totally depending on you to feed it, nourish it, the real food it needs, God's living word. Your soul must help your spirit. And then when your spirit gets stronger, the spirit will help the soul. Your physical body must be involved, for it must pick up a book, listen to a radio show. Listen to the words. Listen to songs. You might doesn't mean you have to go to a building to worship. Did you know I used to be addicted to going to church, waiting through the sermon to get prayer and be touched by the presence of God. I always fell down. My physical body would give weight, and the power in my spirit overflowed me. My eyes couldn't open. I could hear everything was the most sweetest, gentlest, spiritual kind of experience I had ever had in church. And I became addicted to that, being touched by God. And God started saying, I got to wean you off of that. Because I had become in bondage to a church service, to a certain building, certain time during the service. God wanted to teach me that he could touch me anywhere at any time he desired. I did not have to be dependent on, addicted to, hearing from him, getting taught, being touched, getting prayed for by going to a church service nightly or weekly. He was going to teach me. Oh, boy, did I go through addiction withdrawal. But I learned. God teaches me, Pastor Deborah, cold turkey. Nope, you're done. You're going to have to learn that I can touch you anywhere. So I would stay at home, have a date with him, just sit and read the book of Psalms, close my eyes and listen to him talk to me. And it is as if we were just sitting together and I was just being loved on, not sexually. And he would touch me, and I would be out for a couple of hours in my chair. Where was I? In his presence, with him, wherever that was. Yeah, I've been through a lot, so I can speak to this. Surely you would not abuse this baby spiritual person, or starve him, would you? Or neglect him, would you? How do you do that? By not feeding him. The word of God by not reading, listening, learning, and growing. You become an abusive to your own self. 
You need to become a student, a disciple of God's word, not of a denomination or a religion or a church service or a prayer, but of his word. Get the Bible. If you can't get it, it's online. It's in movies. If you can't get that, he'll talk to you right through nature. That's right. Mm -hmm. You must become a student and develop good study habits. Take notes, study, read, ask questions of your teacher, the Holy Spirit. Then you're going to take tests on what you've been studying. Mm -hmm. Because you have to know if you understand and you can pass and move on. We do that in normal school. Spelling. We're going to learn how to spell a word. Going to practice it, write it, read stories. And you're going to take a test to see if it's in here. Our spirit is developing a memory. Through practice and test and experiences, we are tried and tested to who we believe in, who we trust. Are we going to follow his word? Or are we going to follow man? Who's our protector and provider? Man or God? Agape love or the world? Test time. Pastor Deborah's been through them myself. Yes, lots and lots, lots of tests and trials and, tent and temptations. There are many sources you can use to help you learn. You can go to YouTube, Twitter, books, movies, stories of others, preaching, teaching, Bible studies, individual teaching. Outreach ministries. But if you don't have any of those and you're in another religion, look to your dreams. He will work through your dreams. He will work through anything he can to reach you with his agape love, his truth. So your spirit can make a decision about him. You may be led to study many spiritual topics all at once. I used to read six to eight books at one time, or just one. You may study just agape love for a long time. You may study faith, the kingdom of heaven, forgiveness, mercy, bitterness, tests, trials, temptations, lust, greed, and evil, Satan, Satan's devils. Spiritual warfare, God's angels, deliverance, and so much more. Just by answering the door and allowing Agape Love himself to come in. Mm -hmm. Sweetie, this is an individual self-walk journey. You must learn to spiritually feed yourself. Your spirit man, your forever person, for your own growth and nourishment and spiritual life. And I want to end this part right here, number seven. We'll pick up in number eight next time. So, Agape Love wants to help you to grow, to learn, develop, wants to be there and help you when you get tested and tried, just like we do in the earthly world in school. But agape love 
is filled with so much. He is looking for you. He knows where you're at spiritually. He knows and hears your little cries. But you must be willing to let him in. He will not force himself on you. He is not a domestic terrorist against you. He will not do domestic violence against you. He will not threaten you, beat you. He does not want to have sex with you. And that is not him if you're having those dreams. He is not evil or wicked or perverse. And he wants to touch you and become a part of your life. If you would like him, the source of all of this agape love and mercy, forgiveness and light and truth and hope. The God of the King James Bible, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of Moses. The God that came in a dirt body. Emmanuel in man was God who came to us in Christ Jesus. And then when he left, he said, Holy Spirit, go into all of my believers. Now we, Pastor Deborah, and hopefully you, will have God in you, in your spirit, helping you and leading you, teaching you, comforting you, shining light on your thoughts and concepts. So you will not go astray. And he will be there at the time of death. No matter when, how old you are, he will be there. And to take you into his arms at that time. So if you want that, just say yes. Look up. Nod your head. You don't have to do much. Don't have to say anything. I see some people just go. Raise a little finger. Because if they do anything else, they get choked by demonic spirits that are in them. Just have a thought. A little silent cry, a moan. He will hear you and he will come in gently. So you be encouraged. He loves you so much. He will come. He is here. He is reaching out. In many, many ways. So you too can be a part of his family. And he can come into you through his Holy Spirit. Through believing in Christ Jesus, his son. And his sacrifice on the cross. The way has been made for you. The judgment is paid. Justice has been applied. Because this young man said on a cross. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. You are forgiven. You just don't know it. So come and invite agape love in to be a part of your life. It'll change you forever. And I will see you next week. Dear Heavenly Father, help them to open the door of their heart, as you did with Chris and so many others. Help them to invite you in and you'll sit down with them and you will love them as children. You will not abuse them, Father. 
neglect them or abandon them, not even at death. You will be there for them, to strengthen them, to teach them, to guide them and lead them spiritually on this new life here on earth, inside their soul, inside the physical body. Father, be about your business. This is your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62 and their lives. Provide a Hebrews 4.12 spiritual circumcision for the spirit and bring them up and out of the darkness into your light of agape love. Thank you. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Bye.